Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Chusak Chalbonet Soyo. Happy Chusak. Yeah. I was going to say happy Chusak. And I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. You're fine. Esther, you made a whole entire like American Thanksgiving feast yesterday. Yes. Yes. Well, yesterday? It, what is time? Yes. Was yesterday, it yesterday for me and for it was Sunday. And for me. Yes, yesterday. Yes. Sunday. Sunday. Yes. 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 <laughs> Tell me everything. It looked so good. Well, so Chusak here is not until the full moon, which the full moon is not until Tuesday in Korea. So uh-huh. usually that's when we do all the family stuff that was on that day. But for oh. but for Chusok for my in-laws, usually you get like a gift or you give them money for Chusok, something like that. Um, but and so I asked my husband, like, oh, should we give them a gift? And he was like, uh, how about us make him, them like American barbecue style? And I was like, huh? Like that was like, like, <laughs> are you because like I've cooked it before before for them. I cooked like spaghetti, salad, like breadsticks, all that stuff. And it yeah. wasn't their thing. Like they are, they're right. actually, they're actually pretty like like modern and accepting of like foreign foods Western and things foods. like Western yeah. foods. And so like, but it, I just know. I think it's just because of all the carbs. They just were not prepared. Well, and I will <laughs> never forget when you and Homan came to our house, and we made like tri tip and grilled vegetables and yeah. rice. And he was like, "Thank you for <laughs> thank this. you." Because yes. every single time. <laughs> You, you were with your family for the week before uh-huh. and every single meal did not have super like, like potatoes, anything yeah. like anything that had rice was also like rice and something else. Carbon, right. You know, exactly. it was it was like super like savory foods. That was just too much, too, right. too rich, I guess too much, too much dairy almost. Yeah. Like he seemed really yeah. like, I don't need this dairy, but that's really interesting. So, but this time he actually requested yeah. it. So you're like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're doing this. I saw your cornbread picture. Yes, I'd made cornbread because that's I had cornmeal um, because I was gonna make like corn cornbread muffins with um, fried chicken and gravy on top, but that never happened. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds amazing. I know my <laughs> friends were requesting it, and then the, and then the pandemic happened, so I just had cornmeal lying around. So I was like, <laughs> okay, get get out, get to cook them cornbread, and then um, but I because of the, like the whole carb thing, I was like, okay, no potatoes because I would otherwise I would do like mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But knowing but them, you know I'm that's like, gonna be too rich. Yeah, yeah. Not so I do. I was like, okay, Esther, roasted southern veggies. That's a thing that's we eat in the south. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and then I was like, but we have to like have like an apple crumble or something like a dessert because I love an like, apple crumble. But, I mean, like, but when you go into any Southern thing, like I would do like a coconut cake or something, but it, I knew that would be too rich for them and they right. like fruit. So I was like apple crumble and some fr- is like some fruit and some crumble. So we got that. <laughs> like, that's a good happy medium. Do you know, I have a friend who hates apple like hot apples so much uh-huh. that any kind of apple pie or apple crumble wow like, repulses her see i think and it I'm makes like, it better i love hot apples i think hot <laughs> apples are better than cold apples to me i like all kinds yeah. of, the only time actually now that i'm thinking about it the only kind of apple i don't like is room temperature do you keep oh, your apple apples in the, in the no, fridge 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 in the me too, me too. yeah 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 okay yeah. same <laughs> nathan thinks that's so weird no, he only absolutely not to have a room temperature apple no, no. i want them to be Crisp and cold, yeah, or hot, or hot, exactly. (laughs) As a lukewarm apple is disgusting. (laughs) 
Give them this. Away and this from is me. this is like great Maybon conversation here. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so we have such strong opinions about so many things. What were, what were we talking about the other day when our friend Jamie was like saying something? Oh, talking she something asked about for our feedback. Yeah, and we're like, oh, about, we'll oh she's, give you she feedback. added digital oh, stickers Patreon. to her Patreon. Yeah. And I was like, um, these are amazing. And she's like, oh yeah, uh, you know, Holly and Esther have great feedback. I'm like, no, no, we have only opinions have here. So, so many opinions. So many strong opinions. It's why we have a podcast. Exactly. Like, exactly. Everybody must hear our thoughts. <laughs> so yeah. Aside, anyway, aside so from that, apple crumble. Apple Did you crumble. Do meat too. Holman, I okay. This that was my fear. I'm like Koreans are very particular about roasting meat. I mean, if you've ever been to any sort of Korean barbecue, most of the time, if you're white, they will cook it for you because we <laughs> overcook our meat. Like they're like you are Donald Trump level overcooking your meat. Yeah, this like is, you so, shouldn't be having this so well done. Exactly. So so I was like so I was like. Holman, you're going to cook the meat, right? Because I did not want to over be like the person right. to ruin the meat. Yeah. So what method did he use? He got a dry rub from the States. Like there was a store here that like shipped him the dry rub. It was like oh a, my buttery, God. a buttery Texas peppery dry rub. He, Ooh, he got two kilos of pork, which... <laughs> A lot for four people. Four people, yes, <laughs> very much a lot. And he roast. We slow roasted it in my oven for two hours. Whoa. He like did the whole slicing thing, and then he like dry rubbed it. Like I have a picture of his hand centrally rubbing the meat. <laughs> not for not for uh, like size, size reference, no. which is normally no. why you would take a picture exactly. of his hand. Yeah, exactly. Not for size. There's reference. like. This Korean dad thing where all the dads use their own hands as a frame of reference for yeah. sizes. And when Esther first shared that with me, I was like, how does that help? Hands are not a consistent yeah, size. Exactly. Like you have to know the person to have their hand be a good frame of reference for yeah. the size of something. But then it kind of makes sense. Like then you're like, oh, he kind of has stubby fingers. Okay. I could get it. Okay. But yeah. So he did the he did like a dry rub and slow roasting it, and then I did like a charcuterie board with like sliced veggies on it and cheese and stuff like that. So I because I knew that like they would they always like to have some sort of fresh vegetable like on right. the table. I mean so. they run a cucumber farm, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds great. The funny God. part was was that there were cucumbers on the table, and his mom asked, "Where did you get the cucumbers?" <laughs> <laughs> and Holman said the store because they haven't had cucumbers for weeks because they sell out pretty quickly because theirs are famous and they don't ever give they haven't given us any for like a month so i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna so i'm not gonna be like having this like rotten cucumber no no so that is hilarious that she clocked it immediately (laughs) she's like where'd you buy these cucumbers (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to say like we came and took them from your farm. I don't know. So anyway. Yeah, we, we snuck <laughs> we into snuck. your farm. <laughs> I know, to take some or something. So, yeah. That so, is hilarious. So it went over really well. Everything was amazing. They loved the roasted vegetables. They would not stop raving. They were like, how did you cook these roasted vegetables? And I was like, and I had a mouthful. And so I was like, you know, like oil, pepper, salt, yeah. nuts, and like herbs. And they were like, what? They're like, is it that easy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what kind of oil? Like, sunflower oil like yeah you're like a neutral one i don't know what you're talking about what kind of vegetables did you do it was just basically like eggplant zucchini carrots onions basically like anything that was pretty much i I wanted to do asparagus vegetables but it was like yeah i know it's like so simple to do roasted veggie like i did for like with the leftover veggies today i I popped in the air fryer with some sausage and like ate a huge bowl of it because it's just so yummy 
and so simple. What did I make the other day? Uh, this you, none of this Maybon tarot podcast, Maybon. but Jesus, it's Maybon. I can't stop thinking about it. One of the things when I something that I made the other day because also like seasonal produce was like a. I used a big cast iron skillet and I blackened a bunch of corn Ooh. and then I added a bunch of zucchinis and red onions and just like left it all in the cast iron without uh-huh. moving it. So it got really, really oh, dark on the yeah. bottom and then stirred it. Uh-huh. And then I added some apple cider vinegar, um, some crumbled feta mm-hmm. and a bunch of cilantro Ooh. and salt and pepper. And I swear to God, I could have eaten like the entire thing. That myself. sounds so good. So good. And I just love this season. I love the yes. zucchini season. Yes. Mostly because I don't grow my own. So yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. to like <laughs> deal with the thousand zucchini problem that all <laughs> zucchini growers have to deal with. But they brought just, in like, these huge. Time of year. So I work, work, I've been traveling to all the schools. Okay. Yeah. All the schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmer. Yeah kids schools went on friday ginormous zucchini like literally cool. f- four feet long no way yes and people we were i was we were like oh wow these are giant <laughs> zucchini i don't know why they use the eggplant emoji as a dick emoji they should use the zucchini <laughs> emoji <laughs> did you bring one home no like, no no they it, was, it wasn't it, the students brought other. them in for like community sort of like exchanging thing oh yeah, yeah they yeah. have like a like a crate at like a what do they call them those crates that the neighborhoods kind of exchange fruits and veggies you can like right. take them for free and we didn't feel comfortable like taking yeah, zucchini if, you, if well, you didn't so. have anything to bring yeah you know what's funny is that we do that in this region a lot also especially like obviously at work but because mm-hmm. everyone grows citrus and avocados in their yard uh-huh there is always times of year where people will just like bring into the office gigantic bushels of oh. citrus and avocados and then just leave them in a central uh-huh. area and basically beg people to take yeah. them. Yeah. Like oh, at Nathan's so office, it's like especially bad. They'll like send out uh, like building wide emails being like, <laughs> we have like 35 pounds of lemons oh in the gosh. lounge upstairs if anyone wants That sounds any. amazing. Like I could make so much cleaner with that. Like... <laughs> It's so fun. I just, I love, so, I, I love, love that sort of like little reminder that we're all just humans. Yeah. Who are totally. Growing things totally. Also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. Yeah. But I'm so excited that you had so much fun. And I know. So what are you doing for actual chew sock? Well, apparently we have a day off tomorrow because my husband said, oh, we don't have to do any family stuff. Oh, nice. How did that happen? I have no idea. And I kind of feel bad. But at the same time, I think everyone's just as exhausted because I think my in-laws are just having a quiet one themselves because of the planting yeah. season this year. Oh, uh, yeah. But I did give them their copy of the History of Tarot Art. Oh, yay. Which yeah. is my only other copy out in the world right now on my end. And so I know. I have given three copies to people, my parents, my grandparents, and my aunt, Anne. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't it feel exciting to hand it to somebody? It was so, it was like, because I like went ahead and signed it inside. Like, thank you for always like supporting and loving us, blah, 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 blah. Like in Korean. And they said, your handwriting is much better than Holman's, you know? (laughs) So I thought that was really cute. (laughs) So. That's awesome. Yeah. So they really loved it. Just out of your super clean house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) super cleaning everything again <laughs> that sounds fantastic i yeah. love it and also that is a great way to spend like a maybon type yeah time. holiday yeah is that actually this week yeah it, i think it's thursday oh my god why is this month getting away from i know me so much i know
possible. Well, even better that we spent the first 13 minutes of this talking, talking about, about food, summer then. vegetables. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's your turn for car of the day because oh, it was it my is. turn last week. I don't so. even have a car, a deck out that I'm using. You oh, know my what? gosh. I'm going to use my Hilda tiles. Oh, yes, do it. Those Hilda tiles. Which I put in a bag that is big enough to Ooh. move around stuff because I was feeling so, so, so. Yes. broke when the beautiful beautiful moonlit fay bags were available i was like oh yeah 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 also speaking of all dear our dear listeners our wonderful friend jenna from moonlit fay had like the basically worst case scenario happen mm-hmm. to her with instagram and facebook deleting her long established accounts yes. business accounts so if you followed Moonlit Faye, who is both a wonderful person and an amazing, amazing bag creator, um, you can go back onto Instagram, follow her again. It's now moonlit.fay, Faye with an E. And uh, because her old account is gone forever because yeah. Instagram doesn't give a shit about people who are not paying for advertising on their yep. platform, which is hilarious after our long Instagram rant uh-huh. from two I know. episodes ago. It we was, just ended up being was, proven more correct. I know. It was just, it's so strange, the synchronicity of so many things the past three weeks. Right. Yeah. yeah. So follow her again because she totally deserves your follow. She's such a wonderful friend and person yeah. and creator. Um, and she just got screwed by an uncaring, giant, multinational conglomerate that's trying to run everyone's life. Yeah. Uh, and it's been blows. <laughs> now I'm, the funny thing is that everybody has been like, like, uh, what do they call it when somebody's copying your account? Oh, Isn't it like duped or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except I've never, knock on wood, had anyone make a fake account about me, me either, or try to hack. Into <laughs> I feel my like it's because we have a podcast, and so maybe they're like, we're not trying too- to sell stuff. In the yeah, same we way. get free readings all the time, so why would we DM people to say you want a reading? Listen right. to our podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously, I did a thing um, for my. Uh, college, which I think I talked about oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. last week's episode. And one of the questions that came in from the audience, my friend Lauren specifically, mm-hmm. was like, do you still do readings? And I was like, Lauren, I have a podcast <laughs> where I answer questions all the time. Like, yes, we slowed down in the summer, but if you have any questions, you can absolutely just email yeah. us and yeah. I'll answer it on the podcast. Exactly. Or if you want to, because she's, you know, one of my best friends from college. Right. I can just, just DM me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. okay. So, our card for the day. Hilda. Our tile for the day. Isn't that a nice I deck? love it. So nice. I'm so proud of this deck. It's amazing. Is the Nine of Cups. Ooh, I love a good Nine of Cups. I love a good Nine of Cups, too. And look at how adorable. I mean, you know, because you oh, know yes. She's just so she smug. They're sitting her ice cream sundae. Like, that's exactly. how all ice cream sundae should be eaten is... Just that level pleased of and smug. Yeah, so with... much. I just feel so pleased. You're yeah, exactly right. Exactly. She has a feeling of being very proud of her decision. Yes, yes. The, our first question of the episode is from Joanne, and she says, Hi, Holly and Esther. I love your podcast. Well, thank you. No, we thank love you. you. Yeah. Things haven't been easy lately, and I was wondering if you could help. I have to move out, and it's been very hard. I haven't found anything decent, and things at home are getting hard to deal with. My question is, will I find the right place for me soon, or should I just settle for anything and then try to find something better? Also, I proposed a house share to a male friend slash colleague, someone I kind of like, maybe not my best moment, and he said he would consider it. Is it worth keeping this option of sharing a two-bedroom flat with him, or should I just look for a room for me alone? 
Thank you in advance. Hard, difficult. Yes, difficult, difficult. So, house. Sharing a flat, holding out on finding a bigger flat, or looking for something just for you. Yes, 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 yes. Moving stinks. Yes, it does. I guess two paths, right? So, two paths or three paths? What's the third path? Well, I thought like, oh, like waiting for like waiting for now, like getting something immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting, doing something with a friend, doing something alone. Yeah, you're right. Three paths. Okay, let's do waiting first. Waiting first. Okay. Waiting for like the perfect situation, basically. Yeah. Our ideal situation, I should say. Oh. Hello. <laughs> the dog has awoken. It is 6.53 a.m. The dog is up. <laughs> having some feelings. Okay. Oh. Okay, waiting. Well, I hope this doesn't go on for too long. Oh, okay. I'm using a Toth deck today. I'm using the Tabula Mundi deck. Ooh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. Which I apparently is out of print because I try to look for a a big size copy of it because I have a mini and I there's no big size copy of it available at the moment. Oh, so. no. <laughs> like, okay, well, it's fine. I have it, so... Yeah, I guess you don't need both sizes. That's like the tarot collector part of my yeah. brain that just gets so insidious, yes. insidious about stuff like this, where I'm like, I need all of them. I need the large size, the extra large size <laughs> in high definition. <laughs> Actually, my problem is that I always want the smaller version. Oh. I think if given the option for a bigger version of something, I probably would be like, no, I don't need any giant. Yeah, cards. I think I think after standard size tarot deck, I'm good. But miniature, like I'd be like, I would consider it. I may yeah. not, may or may not, but I would consider it. So, okay. So what did you get? Okay. I got 10 of cups and seven of wands. Okay. Mine was different. I got the three of, of pentacles, basically and the five of pentacles. So I kind of feel like you feel defensive about making a decision to keep waiting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I, like I'm not making enough money with work. You know, that's kind of how mine kind of comes across. Like, yeah, it's like. The worry about affording things will get to you faster. Right, right. And you're sort of like keeping an eye on a bigger picture with that Ten of Cups. Uh-huh. And so it's putting you in a feeling of defensiveness with the Seven of Wands. Like yeah. There's a lot of sort of money-related concerns. And right. And like how to collaboratively like find a good option if you're feeling like, you know, the money stuff is a threat and then right. it's making you feel defensive because you know you have to move. Right. And you feel like people are like, asking you what you're waiting for right and especially if the situation you're in right now is not a good one right like answering to them for everything is exhausting too is yeah totally and you're trying to keep an eye on the big picture and that's what makes it so complicated right 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 let's pull some cards for accepting the first thing that comes along or oh. moving quickly to get out on your own right 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 What did you get? I got the eight of wands and the ten of uh, pentacles. So it's oh like move gosh. now. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, we're like not totally syncing up today, uh -huh. but I think that the, my six of cups and four of pentacles can't actually. But the six of cups is pretty yeah similar too. Yeah. Um, what was your second card again? Sorry, uh, ten of pe ten of pentacles and eight of, of wands. Oh wow. Okay. 
Yeah. So moving, I mean, the six of cups and the four of pentacles is kind of interesting because it really is saying like, you know, you'd be looking out for yourself. Uh-huh. Right. And, but the moving quickly thing is something that could lead to like a lot more fulfillment. Right. Overall. Yeah. So maybe the thing is that you're not looking for your own flat. You're just mm -hmm. like looking for maybe a roommate situation faster than waiting for the most perfect option. I kind of feel like still having a roommate might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see in the end. I really like what you said when you talk. We're talking about like for your own conservation, like moving out quickly. That yeah. Four of Pentacles. I really like right. When you point, yeah, pinpoint the Four that. of Pentacles. Yeah, is so sort of like you know protecting your own interests rather than right. like letting other people's stuff get in your brain. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay, so waiting to uh, see how serious the friend is. Yeah. About sharing. Oh. <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> okay, I want you to I almost want to play a game with you. I want okay. you to pick two cards that would be the worst cards to probably get in this situation. About waiting. No, no, about moving in with this friend. Moving in with this friend. Like potentially doing this full friend thing. The two worst cards? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, probably, like, the five of wands and <laughs> is that? Oh, my God, it is the five of wands. And one more, one more, one more. The five of wands and. Think of the worst. Two of cups, just because those two together would be. No, I got the. Or the tower. The three of swords. The three of swords. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> And I got the four of cups and okay. the six of wands. So I think that it would be creating a lot of difficulty. Yeah. Because yeah. even though the six of wands is so positive and it's about homecoming or whatever, uh -huh. paired with all of these things would be like your expectations would be really high. Right. And it would be incredibly difficult and heartbreaking uh -huh. and like leave you with sort of like feelings of sadness right. and ennui with the four of cups right too. yeah so the homecoming component even though that technically is a joyful successful card you would have achieved the goal of living with this friend but everything else would be really really tough right to you're setting yourself through. up for almost a failure like with these yeah. expectations kind of like you're oh my god the three of swords <laughs> and five of wands pretty impressive was... the five of wands yeah i was, I was just thinking impressed. like in a roommate situation the worst oh, case scenario for a blended a one right yeah and yeah for a blended reading but even separately the three of <laughs> I know. Oh, man, I feel Joanna, bad. I'm, I'm sorry, so Joanna. Sorry. I know. That stinks. <laughs> I know. I'm so or Joanna, sorry. sorry. Yeah. I said Joanne. Joanna, that stinks a lot. I know. Okay, so I feel like maybe digging more into the idea of finding a solution finding now. something quickly. Yes. Yeah, like what the steps you could take to find a solution now would be. Yes, yes, yes. Do you still have the cards you got for that out? Yes, 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 I do. I, I'm putting the other ones back in, but I but am not those, not those two. two. Yeah. Okay, They're sort of my significators for this reading, so. I, I cannot believe I drew the five of wands and the three I of know. swords for that. The f oh my god, <laughs> no kidding. Like, yikes, yikes, yikes. And who knows? I mean, Joanna, definitely email us because we're there was a third. There was kind of like an additional question at the end uh -huh. that I think we don't we can't get to for time. But yeah. given the answer to that question, uh, you might want to just message us and we can try to work something. So, yeah, out for yeah. The final question to suss something out for you. For. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so steps to take. 
for moving out as quickly as possible, basically, or finding a solution to moving out. Oh. I'm going to pull a third. Okay. Oh. What did you get? I got the Queen of Discs, the Queen of Pentacles, and the Ace of Wands. Okay. And I got the Queen of Swords and the Page of Swords. Okay. That's not very helpful in a next step sort of situation. Is there people that she can depend? So I see her as the Queen of Discs, someone looking for a house, looking for a yeah. you know place to live. And the Ace of Wands is like all of this potential that is there, but it needs to be utilized properly. Yeah. Yeah. And with the Queen of Swords and the Page of Swords, maybe it's like a, like, reaching out to, I'm almost feeling like a a friend that is a really, really rational person and also a parent to a small child. That's yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, brain. that could be definitely, like, a like, friend that is definitely like a parent to a small child, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like maybe there's like something to be said to reach as you as the searcher. Right. Reaching out to somebody that, you know, is like a very rational thinker about this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Now that you know that just moving on is the right answer rather than postponing and seeing if you actually can end up living with this person. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So when you have both options in your head, maybe that hyper rational Queen of Swords friend wouldn't really be able to help you in the same way because you're not being as like straightforward in your search mm-hmm. process. But if right. you say, I've decided that this is definitely happening, right. then maybe they would be able to help more. Yeah. Yeah. And, or if that, that you've made a decision now, you know that you can utilize them now because this is their superpower is helping you find something or they may have a connection for you or something of that sort. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I think that's kind of it. Yeah. I, got the str- I just pulled the strength card just to check. But I feel like, yeah, somebody yeah. that you really trust would be a good person to approach about this. Uh-huh. Um, I think if they don't have a small child, I think that maybe the page of swords energy could be you coming to them almost like as an apprentice. Like, mm-hmm. teach me your ways of being really rational about the housing search process. Right, right. Um, but yeah, somebody that you trust and somebody that's really, really smart and sharp about these sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, good luck, Joanna. Yes. Good luck. And email us about yes, that final the... part of that question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Cut for time. It's not that mysterious, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to cut it for time. Um, all right, cool. So my question is from John D., and John D says, is my energy going to heal and be okay after ending my relationship with my ex? Or is it calling for me to get back together? My mind knows it isn't a good idea, but my heart is confused. My ex was not a fan of boundaries and had a lot of abandonment issues. He had a harder life growing up. He was well off financially, but his parents gave him money instead of support and love, which I feel has affected his current self. And he feels so alone. Example. He didn't feel any couple should ever spend a night apart. He felt a couple should do everything together. First of all, those things sound exhausting. Um, If there wasn't a way for one to be included, the other one should just shouldn't do it. He felt that me going into a locker room, uh, I could potentially see a naked guy and that would be as bad as cheating. He had a lot of feelings which were very real for him and caused me a lot of struggle because I was a very independent person. We're both Aries, too, so we always thought we were right when we were arguing and we were very reluctant to see each other's views. We dated on and off for about a year and broke up for the final time a month ago. I know it's a lot of info. Hope you're well. Love your channel. Thanks, John. 
<sighs> I appreciate this a lot. Yes. But this is also a really good reminder that just because you can find an ex- a reason for someone's uh-huh. behavior doesn't mean right. that that is their excuse for behaving that yes. way. Yes, yes. And I think that this is a really perfect example. And yes. I do this too. And I often blame my Gemini Mercury where uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I can totally see that. And I totally, uh-huh. and whenever I have conflict with somebody, my brain automatic, and you, I've done it to uh-huh. you a thousand times too, where you're having feelings about something. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm not even trying to play the devil's advocate, but I'll be like, well, I kind of can see where they're coming from. And it's like, no, Holly, nobody needs this from you. Yeah. But I feel like it's easy when you are trying to be a good person mm-hmm. to allow your compassion for someone's backstory. Right. Impact your willingness to hold them accountable as adults. And this is kind of the perfect example of that. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if he has abandonment issues. He needs to be sorting through those rather right. than putting them on you. Well, spending 24 it- seven together is a lot. I have feelings. First, you know, anything in our astrological chart just shows up the, us the propensity that something comes up, like how right. easily it can manifest within us. That's all it does. It doesn't give us an excuse to be like, oh, you know, well, you know, I'm a Leo, so I'm really proud to take myself in pictures, blah, 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 blah. Like, so therefore I'm going to be an asshole to everybody when I'm in the picture. You know, like that does not give, you know, what I'm not really like that in real life. Just no, FYI. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm like you can, I think that your Leo power is being able to guess when people have Leo places. <laughs> this is true. Like you did with my Still mom. Still my proudest moment in my entire know, astrological I history. <laughs> I was saying something about my mom and Esther was like, wow, it's like her. Her Venus it? is in her Leo, Venus is in because her mom Leo. had gold satin sheets. And I was oh, like, yeah, her because Venus. of my mom's gold satin sheets. And I was like, my mom's Venus is in Leo. And I was like, oh, you know but yeah. so that's Esther's, her Leo thing is a propensity to be able to spot the Leo. other people's Leo placements, yes. which is the same thing. The interesting thing is that I feel like fire signs put a lot of emphasis on arguing, being part of their communication yes. style, yeah. which is not necessarily needed. Yeah. 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 So to me, like, you know, you saying that you have Aries, you know, and that make you arguing, that's fine, but that doesn't excuse any of the behavior from any person in the relationship either. Everyone has the chance to be an adult and be mature in a relationship and understand that people are people. So that's, that's the astro stuff going on. Right. And I also just from like a interpersonal thing, I also feel like the step to saying, if you go into a locker room at the gym and see someone naked, that's as bad as cheating on me. (sighs) That's such a Christian thing. Such, Jesus said, you know, like anything that equates like, like pornography is as bad as cheating on your spouse. That was a (laughs) thing that I had like huge issues with at the beginning of my relationship. Like, yeah, it, because that's what you're taught, like all through Christian circles is if reading romance novels, yeah, reading romance novels, looking at porn, anything like that, even though logically and rationally, that's not the case. Any like scientific stuff they have backed up is just from their own in-house studies. It's <laughs> exactly. still just, it, it, you're, it's equated to cheating in Christian circles on your spouse, which is wild, which, and so to me, this just screamed like, what kind of church should he go to, to be to under this? Yeah. I mean, even like in a locker room situation to be afraid that your other gonna person is going to accidentally see, see a naked body and that be like cheating. Like, no, these are, you're equating two extremely different well, things. Well, it's also kind of like that thing that we talked about. So just like as a culture talked about so much when Trump was still president, where it's like, if somebody is saying that you're doing something, maybe it's because they're actually doing that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if he feels like when he sees another naked person, he's like very, very tempted to 
I don't know, cheat. Yeah, and yeah. he assumes that everyone's having the same reaction yeah. to seeing naked people. I don't know if you see a lot of naked people at your gym. I'm sure you do. But yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The amount of naked people that you see, it's to me more like, isn't it cool that humans exist in all these like, different the forms? Bodies like, there's are not amazing. anything sexual about it. Bodies are it's absolutely just like, so cool. It's so wild that yeah. people have all these different sizes and shapes. And yeah. All like the same. Species. And sometimes we just want to fucking shower after the gym. I, we're focused on our own damn selves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. So I just, I do think- for me, I understand the reasons you broke up. I understand that the heartbreak where you want to have that comfortability of the relationship back because of the history right. you have together. Yeah. But to and me. It is a long time, especially yeah. during a pandemic when you're exactly. like trauma bonding left and right. Exactly. But there's a lot of issues that they would need to work out through therapy before I would feel comfortable entertaining conversations with them. That's what I would. Right. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, okay, but should we vibe check and then yes, let's vibe check. Like maybe their future together as the second yeah thing, and then yeah. how to get over it if depending on what yeah. that looks like. How to move forward beyond that? Yeah. Vibe check. Oish, all these cards keep flying out. <laughs> I'm, I switched to Hilda. One, two, three. Oh, we're Six, both Hilda Ang. I got strength and the king of cups. Okay, I got the tower and hey, the nine of cups are part of the episode. Yeah, so. that is our part of the episode. I love <laughs> seeing her so much. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the vibe check strength and I think that you really know where you stand emotionally mm-hmm. and that how it can be like incredibly, incredibly disastrous. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of like ruin all of the emotional like work you've done yes yes like your vibe is that you feel strong the king of cups is such a powerful position in a relationship mm-hmm. reading too and with the growth you've experienced you're in a much better place not together yes and you're this close to teetering over the edge of a disaster if yes. you kind of like let you let yourself get into your head too much about getting back together mm-hmm. yeah like the the fact that it's this progression of this is where you stand this is the event and this is what it will destroy is very yeah. like very obvious yeah 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 and alarming yeah yeah <laughs> like steer clear yeah um okay so maybe we should still pull a card about what would happen if they like like tried to, tried get, to back get back together. together okay and then we can do how to emotionally heal even further so that it doesn't right Okay, I got the four of wands and hanged Hilda. <laughs> I would like for you to guess the two worst cards in the deck. <laughs> Is it the three of swords and you can't have gotten the tower again? No. I got the five of wands and three of swords again. Again? Both of them with a new deck? Holy yes. shit, Esther. <laughs> talking about people to go back together with i know okay so i think that this is like again saying you especially with the addition of the hanged hilda yes it may feel initially like a homecoming that's Uh where the four of wands comes into play but you're not moving forward Uh and it will lead to additional heartbreak and additional conflict it is just like again he's not 
the boy, the ex-boyfriend is not healed enough yes. to be a partner for you, yes. John. Yes. You, John, have healed in many ways. Yes. You have this King of Cups energy, all of the strength energy. But I think addressing what's drawing you to that tower, uh-huh. like why you think that a ta- risking the tower would be worth it, right. would be really helpful for your own moving forward. Yes. But I think not moving forward at all and then having the five of <laughs> I can't believe that they showed up again. You switched decks. I just I switched I literally switched decks because like I was shuffling the Tabula Mundi deck and like the cards went everywhere, so I'm like, okay, good fucking job, Esther. Gotta switch decks. And I switched the wildling. Gather these together. Hilda's deck to a completely different deck. (laughs) That's wild. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I John is in a really good healed spot. And like that King of Cups to me sees that you're emotionally open to helping other yeah. people on their journeys. Right. And especially with that but strength also, combination. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like you. Yeah. I think that it's like not your responsibility to try to heal. Totally. Anyone. And I think that figuring out why you still have that like yes. instinct to jump off of the healed bridge. Right. Through that tower card would be the next thing that we can read for. Yes, yes, yes. Like if there's any advice. So advice to resist that tower energy. That's the Aries. Being like loving chaos so much that you're like, <laughs> let's try it anyway. Let's ta- is, let's burn the tower to down. Me, very yeah. Aries. Yeah. Do you just want to watch the world burn, you know? <laughs> Okay, what did you get? I got the Five of Pentacles and the Fool. And I got the Ten of Swords and the Six of Wands. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think, so the Five of Pentacles in the Hilda deck, as Esther knows, is Hilda looking in through kind of like a tattered window. And so I think that pairing that with like a Ten of Swords is kind of like the way to avoid the tower energy is to keep an eye on the stuff that, exhausted you like Mm -hmm. I don't think that cutting this ex out of your like social media purview or whatever will help I almost feel like in some way keeping an eye on how much his like traits continue to come through would Mm -hmm. really help you in wanting to avoid being back with him Um, rather than like thinking oh I've healed so much there's he probably has too yeah. Keep an eye on him and watch how all of the things that he tends to do continue to tend to be the decisions he makes so that you right. can sort of be reminded of how exhausting and chaotic that is rather mm-hmm. than having the hopefulness of the fool of thinking that things might be better this time. Like he right. hasn't changed. So keeping an eye on that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And just also you like in, in Hilda, you've like, the six of wands is her having reached the peak of a mountain. Like you've uh-huh. already reached your not. I don't want to re- say like reached your goal, but you've already climbed this mountain to yeah better yourself. Don't right. go back down the mountain to try to help him up because especially paired with the fool, I love the idea of like you having already reached this apex, like mm-hmm. of kind of starting the healing process, and then the fool literally encouraging you to leap off of it and yeah. be like, Oh, we're back. To we're the, back. Yeah. We're back to square one. Right. 
So I feel like the five of pentacles and the 10 of swords is like keeping an eye on things, being aware of the decisions he's making, how they're impacting his job, his housing, all mm -hmm. of those things to remind yourself that those traits of him that were so toxic in your relationship are things that he has not worked on. At yes. All. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that'll help you heal even further, but I all are and I moving on right on the right, yeah. on the right path. Yeah. So yeah, don't obsessively check it, but just keep it, keep in an eye mind. on things. When yeah. you start feeling like nostalgic and mm -hmm. sad about it, remind yourself of all of the really toxic stuff he was doing. Right. And those things are super toxic. It is really mm -hmm. toxic to yes. think that you have to be together 24 seven. It's really toxic to think that if you have an opportunity that he doesn't have, you have to say no uh -huh. because there's not room for both of you. It's really toxic to act like seeing somebody in a gym locker room situation is something you can be irate about. Uh -huh. Like it's just, it's so toxic to have that level of anger. Yeah. And also it's so toxic to have been able to identify where the abandonment issues come from mm -hmm. and also not do anything to try to change. Them. Yes. Yes. And that's what the ex has done. He, I, he knows the problem yeah. and he's toxic enough to not give a shit about you fixing it. And to me, this is borderline sort of like, emotional abuse or mental abuse yeah, because absolutely. you're requiring your partner to these rules. And this isn't any relationship, like right. especially when I was raised in a very constrictive environment and then going into secular environment, I was reconsidering everything like, okay, was, right. is this a rule that's logical or is this a rule because I was told this was a rule? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. You know, so like, where even, is this coming and from? And then some, and some of the rules, mean? like I examine and be like, no, this is a rule that, you know, I'm going to keep because it's a actual logical rule. And this is a rule that I'm going to give up for my, you know, for my person because it's not logical, you know? So, yeah. and that helps your relationship. There is a, there is a give and a take with any relationship you're in. And, totally. you know, you need to have boundaries and being with each other 24 seven, you can't have that. And I think like even for people who were partnered for large parts of the pandemic and were together uh -huh. during lockdowns for 24 seven, I think that everyone would say that occasionally you spend 25 minutes just in the bathroom sitting yeah. on a closed toilet because you yeah. just, like, it's so normal to want alone time. It's so normal to uh -huh. try to set those boundaries. And whenever anyone just stomps all over your boundaries, that is a huge red flag. Yeah. No matter how great they are, it is a, such a huge red flag to just ignore boundaries. Red like flag that. falling down off of Hilda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually her bra, but it's a red flag. <laughs> it's, yeah. I think it's a bandana. So yeah. you're probably right. <laughs> Well, good luck, John. Yes, good um, luck. Keep us you updated. You are on the right path with you your are. healing. So keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Do we have any announcements? Uh, we have a book that's still up for oh, pre-order. Oh, you can now officially watch my interview with my college oh, friend, yes, Joe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in show notes. Um, it was a really fun conversation, and we're, like, very enthusiastic. Yay. We love each other a lot. And Yay. we've been friends. It's so weird thinking about the fact that... Uh -huh. We've been friends for over 15 years. That's so cool. Isn't that strange that people that's... from college were 15 years uh -huh. ago? That's so cool. Yeah. So we've been through a lot together, and it was a really fun conversation. And if you watch it, Will Lamet, my university, will think that I'm cool. So I yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. I meant to watch it this weekend, but now that I have free time, I'm going to watch it either tonight yeah. or tomorrow while I'm cleaning. You can also <laughs> just listen to it because yeah. I, there's, like, not that much – Visual? Visual stuff at all. I mean, I show him cards that I've pulled for him towards the end, but you can treat it like a podcast. That's so cool. Just two it. old friends chatting tarot. Yay. 
Uh, awesome. So do you want to start off on our Patreon loves? Yes. So our first patron that we will get a card for Biggest Porter is Jane. And your card is... Jane, your card is the Page of Wands. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Gwen, your card is the Knight of Swords. And Glenda, your card is the Four of Cups. E, your card is the Three of Wands. That's fun. And Tasha, this flew out of the deck for you. Your card is the <laughs> Five of Cups. Oh, all right. Yeah. Julia, Last but not least, your card is the Two of Wands. Amazing. Thank you, Patreon supporters. Yeah. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash wildlytarotpodcast. Uh, I think that it's also worth mentioning because of Jan Jenna's whole chaos oh, yeah. with her Instagram. We do have free content on our Patreon, too. All of our major Arcana episodes um, that we did, what was that, like three years ago? Yeah, when we first started, yeah are available <laughs> up on the Patreon for free. So all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash wildly tarot podcast, and you can listen to them there without yes. even being a supporter. Um, if you'd like to support us, obviously we appreciate it so much. And you can do that on that website, the $15 a uh, $15 a month level we've shifted slightly. Um, so you have to support us for six months in order to get our tarot box, just because we kept like, if it's at three months, we literally spend the entire amount that you've contributed yes. on the gift and shipping. So it wasn't making any sense at all to do it yes. that way. Yeah. Um, we don't have any expectation that you back us at $15 a month. You can also do five and that way you can access all of our bonus content um, as well. Yes. But we appreciate all of our supporters. We love you so much. Yes. And, and go check it out. Salwin readings for the $15 a month level will be sent to Holly next week, who will then send them out from our Wildly Tarot Central. Mail Center. <laughs> <laughs> Esther referred to me as her mail lady, lady the other day. I and I was like, basically, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know. Like, I'm I, like, uh. I, it's like um, at my high school, there was one woman who was in charge of like accepting packages because it was oh, a yeah. school. I was a day student, but she would accept all the packages and then send out emails to everyone who'd received a package uh -huh. that day. And I feel like that's my job. Yeah. Like, I am Mrs. Cassidy. I always love it. Like, I really I just... love a mail lady. Like the they're, yeah. they're, everyone's always happy to see you and so excited. I know. It's it like the best like time. Job. As a kid, we always fought over who would get the mail. And so my parents, <laughs> because there were six children and there were six days a week in the U.S. that you get mail, everyone had a, their day of the week to get mail. <laughs> so my day was Monday because I'm the oldest child to go get the mail. So <laughs> that is such a good way of handling that. <laughs> That you got to do what you got to do when you got tons of kids. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a perfect schedule system. I know. What would they have done if they had seven? I mean, sorry, just do like a rotation and it's just all out of whack. Oh, boo. <laughs> so yeah. So fun. Awesome. Well, this week we are reviewing wandering moon from Rachel Jean. Um, and I'm so excited to talk about this deck because we both, we both backed it on Kickstarter so quickly so fast. yeah 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 i think we were, we were like, like yes I number four maybe I, I think that was my yeah, number maybe exactly so a short author bio and this is from her guidebook um rachel jean has been drawing since she can first remember she uses art in her spiritual practices and be began creating wandering moon tarot in the craziness of 2020 rachel can usually be found drinking coffee and scribbling in a sketchbook with her puppy Lumi at her feet she lives with her family by the beach in Geelong, Australia, and you can find her Instagram at Rachel Jean Art. Nope, sorry, Rachel Jean Dot Art. 
And you should follow her because her stuff is really cool. Yes, it really is. Completely amazing. Um, and then also from the guidebook, a synopsis of the deck. This deck came from a love of drawing and love of tarot. I wanted a deck with more modern design with meaning but minimalism, with less color and clutter. This deck uses the symbolism of the traditional RWS tarot in a slightly different way with a hint of astrology and an extra helping of cosmic love and lunar healing. Oh, I, it's so pretty. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So just right off the bat, what do you think is the level of reader that this is appropriate for? I would say like a middle beginner. Yes. To be honest, because Same. some of like it's I don't want to say it's pippish because it's definitely not pips. Yeah. But it's not it's but it's also not like it's scenic. Less illustrated. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. Not a scenic. Yeah, because totally. it's the minimalism lends to like being I mean like the two of swords has two swords in a skull, which is great, but it's also not like the RWS where there's a scenic picture of like decision making. So you right. may have to like read into it a little more than yeah, totally. you know than usual, but at the same time it's not like so like super duper esoteric y that you're not gonna get it at the first glance. And it's really pretty. So the aesthetic would be very appealing to somebody who's kind of a beginner who wants yeah. more of that like cosmic healing sort yes. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree with you. I think that it is it is probably a little bit beyond a true true beginner just yeah. because of the lack of scenery. But that's a step that everyone gets to anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah. This exactly. is a great deck to transition you into that level. Exactly. So the specs of the deck are that it is 81 cards. It's a two-piece sturdy box. Love the box. It's a standard size, and it's on 350 GSM. It's totally matte on the mm-hmm. front and the back. But both sides have sort of metallic hints. This so foiling, holographic, foiling, whatever is like the most beautiful holographic it's foiling so I've, cool. I've ever seen. Like in any deck, it's the best that I have. Like, I just love it so much. Yeah. So it the looks back like a moon. On, it, it, yeah. The, the image on the back is the moons and then it has like holographic, some holographic stars. So it seems really dynamic and like mm-hmm. sparkly and blinking because yeah. of that. Um, and it also has silver edging Yes. But it isn't flaky. So whichever no. uh, printer she used did a really good job because a lot of the time silver or any metallic edging can feel kind of like sticky and right. flaking and it doesn't feel that way at all. And this all one doesn't rub time. off on your hands either. So you're not having, you know, lots of glitter yeah. on your hands no or anything like sparkle that. sparkle situation. Yep. <laughs> the guidebook is 192 pages and it was, I guess, co-written by Rachel and Marion Kirk. Yes. And the cool thing about the guidebook, and I don't know if you've spent that much time with it, is that each of the cards has the definition page and then also sort of information about the artwork selection process. Mm, okay. Which I love after especially writing our book, The Art <laughs> History of Tarot. Yes. Or The History of Tarot Art. Um, <laughs> I love to hear authors' decision-making processes yes. in their art. Um, and then it also comes with three unique major arcana cards, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. So it's available on Etsy and also uh, Rachel's Shopify. The Etsy, last I checked, had a couple of seconds for like more than 50% off. So if anyone's looking for a really good price, um, they are all shipped from Australia. Yes. But there are some shoppists in Canada, I've noticed Mm -hmm. one, who the shipping would be less expensive because it's in North America. Right. Um, So this is pretty easy to find. A good resource to find it also is to go to Rachel's Instagram and then in her link tree is a bunch of different places to visit, visit, to buy it. 
Also in her Etsy shop, she has like digital stickers from her artwork. Yeah, so if you like her artwork and like tarot pages and stuff like that. So if you're like someone who loves to journal and really likes her art style, definitely go check those offerings out as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so how this deck feels? How do you feel this deck feels, Esther? Uh, I th- <laughs> it's because it's matte. It, you like I. It's not it's not too slippery and it's not too sticky like a rose petal finish. It's yeah, like totally. it flips over very nicely. It spreads out really nice. I really like the cardstock a lot. For it's feels a little thick, so when you shuffle it, it's not because it's three fifty. It's not going to be super bendable like yeah. uh, Pagan Otherworlds would be. So it's really yeah. kind of sturdy and will take your like riffle shuffling. I mean, I've been riffle shuffling it here, and you can hear kind of the thickness and yeah, the depth of the yeah <laughs> the, de- the, the timber of the shuffle yeah, exactly <laughs> the timber of the shuffle is not light so <laughs> exactly uh how it feels like hypothetically or less literally oh sorry less is... sorry no it's okay <laughs> we need both Why not? yeah yeah you go ahead uh, <laughs> i do feel like you can really like feel like you're in a sketchbook because yes. each of the images are so self-contained and they feel really iconographic in mm-hmm. some ways um, on the front of the card, the only non just full blown sketchy feel is the handwritten title cards, which are all oh, in, yes. a, um, in a shiny black. Mm-hmm. And it is just really cool. Yeah. Um, and since it is so iconographic and sort of simplified, it feels like you are kind of having a conversation because you're mm-hmm. not sort of getting lost in each card. Like each of right. them are meant to spark one specific thing. And I just think it's really neat. And I yeah. love a black and white deck. And I know that we've, we <laughs> right. vary about this. Right. There's nothing I love more than just line drawings in a yes. tarot deck. And this is a little bit more complex than something like, um, what is a good example of something that's a little bit more straightforward? Oh, yikes. I'm going to totally fall. It's a little bit more complex than like the modern seer tarot which oh, uh-huh. i also really love but that truly is just like like actual line drawings oh right 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 um because it just has like a little bit more scenery and stuff but yeah. it's still very very approachable and neat mm-hmm. and i like it a lot i think this one as a person who does not who does not like line decks do not appeal to me like black and white line decks this hits Uh a sweet spot because the illustrations feel full and with depth and not just like strategic lines all over the place yeah so i think the sketchbook factor really lends into the whimsy of it and yeah like bringing more depth than just like a minimalist line deck like the um alumin alume oh yeah that's a really good comparison you know yeah uh, that's a really good point. And we just reviewed that. So yeah. you can go listen to that podcast episode if you'd like to. Yeah. Um, okay. So the name changes the deck, this, sorry, not the deck. It is a deck. <laughs> yeah. The suits are wands, moons, swords, and stars. And the moons are cups and obviously stars are pentacles. I like having the moon there. I think it goes really yeah. well with the theme. Um, but I do have to say that when I was first using it, I was like, are moons pentacles? pentacles yeah. Yeah. Cups? Yeah. I like it's very Cancerian to have them be the cups. Uh-huh. The whole moon child thing right. is really right there. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a neat suit. I think that that's yeah. probably the one that feels kind of maybe the most pippish because uh-huh. a lot of it is just moons and like a couple of hands. Right. Um, but it's still just really dynamic in terms of emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, major arcanas that have been added are the full moon, the new moon, and the wanderer. Mm-hmm. And then the 84th card is a signature card that just has like a bunch of planets on it. Um, and the moon on it, but doesn't have a specific meaning. And that one looks like this, Esther. Oh, yes, yes. Which is pretty cool. So for cultural stuff, there aren't a lot of uh, humans that yeah. are visible. You can see a lot of hands. So mm-hmm. I would say that it is neither diverse nor not diverse. Right, right. Uh, there's obviously no use of color whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just black lines and the white background. Right. So there's no real way to tell what race or ethnicity these people are. But I think it's, since it's just hands, it just feels kind of like generic. Yeah, Fine. humans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there are some like skulls and stuff too. There's not any indicators of like body diversity or like gender expression diversity, right. just because there's not that many or like images. really yeah. even like cultural diversity. Like there's no yeah. specific cultures mentioned or right pictures exactly. or items. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, how many? I ended up with seven favorites and I couldn't narrow it down. Okay, <laughs> I I forgot to organize them, so maybe you should go first. <laughs> okay, I can go first. Okay. Uh, what do I want to start? I guess I'll do major arcana first, and then I'll do okay. minor okay, okay. I liked a lot of the major arcana a lot. Yes. Um. I, in fact, what? Oh, maybe I only. Oh no, four of my seven are major arcanas. So okay. Okay. I love the magician because it has like basically two hands sort of working this star magic between them. Uh I'm assuming they're from the same person, but I almost could buy it being from different people. And I could see myself reading it as different people in different scenarios. So it feels kind of like that magical creation together in some ways, which Mm -hmm. I really like. I know it's the same person because the tattoos correspond with each other. Right. They have both the tarot uh, suit tattoos and also the alchemical elements tattoos. Uh-huh. Um, but I just really dig it. I think yeah. that that's really neat. I also super love the Empress because I like that the creation is this beautiful flower. It looks kind of like a calendula Oh, flower. yes. I have that print. Yeah. And it's just so good because it's not like pregnancy. It's not like childbirth. Yeah. It's just like kind of this like beautiful natural creation and I think that's really really cool yeah um I also love the hanged man because it's a little bit it doesn't feel totally aligned with all the other cards Uh because it has like human made structures right and everything else is a little bit more ethereal but it looks kind of like uh I guess kind of like a gallows but with the moon Mm -hmm. um hanging from it on a rope rather than like a person strung up by their ankle and I just really like that it doesn't have a person on it, which yeah. I'm not like against having a hanged man with a person on it. But I think that the pausing thoughtfulness uh-huh. that the hanged man uh, is conveying for most of my interpretations of it or being stuck or whatever is just as equally as illustrated with a moon being the one strung up rather than a person. Right. Yeah. And then I also really love the sun card Ooh, because yeah. it is the sun kind of like shining its rays through a broken wall and it feels more victorious than Mm. a normal sun card to me. Right. There's been a struggle and now we're victorious. We did it. We're able to see the sun through the crumbling wreckage sort of thing. Yeah. All right. So then my minor arcana favorites, I always love a six of swords that seems so empowered. This is one of my favorite things. We talked about it a lot with our 
um, Druidcraft episode. Uh-huh. The Six of Swords is a figure walking away from Six Swords that she's sort of like stuck into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really like it. Yeah. I think it's a great I Six like that of perspective. Swords. Yeah, totally. The Eight of Stars, so the Eight of Pentacles. This one has like a little sewing needle situation, oh, yeah. which I also really like because it sort of represents that sort of like hard work and expertise that mm-hmm. comes with that card. And I just think that it's really neat. And the stars, I just love all the stars. And They're stuff. so it's pretty. It's just like such a pretty deck. And then finally, the Ten of Wands. And I really like the Ten of Wands yes. because it's like that feeling of overwhelmness often is so depicted with somebody holding a bunch of wands on their back. Uh-huh. The suit of wands in this deck are all like double terminated crystals. Yes. And the Ten of Wands is basically two hands upturned completely filled with the crystals Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like still that feeling of being overwhelmed but it feels like such a cool way to visualize it without having it be like back breaking it's sort of beautiful in some ways but also still a lot to be holding on to. right right and I really like that yeah your hands are literally full and you can't take on anymore I love that. right exactly exactly and I I just like that so much because it's it still is exhausting but it Mm -hmm. isn't quite as like existentially exhausting yes exactly that's why that was our only overlap card was the ten of wands because I really just like I love the whole entire wand suit because I just love the fact that crystals like are being utilized this way and I like, love the wand suit too. and I don't really like some crystals necessarily in all the decks but the way that Rachel drew them were like they just spoke to me in a different way yeah so um I mostly have major cards slash bonus oh. cards and then like one other card other than the ten of wands so I love the <laughs> lovers because of the connected like anatomical hearts I love here. that too yeah and, like two up uptime- hearts having the like shared vowel yeah is so cool so cool with the upturned hands from like two different people with like two different signs on here I'm not gonna try to just determine what's the two signs are we're just gonna move we're on dummies about glyphs people. The glyphs you know I just cannot us. we can we can't determine you know between Piper Prue and Phoebe every given week on charm <laughs> let alone remember glyphs from astrology so Seriously. sorry about it I do love the high priestess it reminds me a little bit of the high priestess from cosmic tarot like the yeah. eyes, the focus, the on, focus the on the eyes, eyes totally. and like the the symbol on their head is really gorgeous. I just love the fact that it's like a seer more than like, yeah, than like a mysterious, you know, mysterious. Oh my gosh, a mysterious <laughs> person. Why isn't mysterious a word? It I should like be. That more. It is now. We're gonna put it on a mug. Mysterious. <laughs> And then add definition here. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Hysterical also is kind of mysterious and hysterical. Hysterical and magical together. Yeah. That's how our, what our podcast is. Mysterical. <laughs> mysterious, hysterical, and magical. Okay. Um, and then the last three of the bonus cards. I really like the Wanderer card. Oh, I love the Wanderer. Because I just feel like this a lot. Like, I just like to go out and just stare at the moon. And I always love a good, like, bonus card to any deck that can kind of encompass the nothingness, the seeker in everybody, you know? Right. Totally. And the last two are the full moon and the new moon. I just really love just the moons. They're just beautiful. I love the moon. I just love a good moon like card. I also like the full moon... And the new moon, they're not like for the new moon, they didn't make it sort of like an absence of a moon. It right. still looks like the exactly. moon, which is accurate. Yes. The moon is still there. It's just it's a little just darker dark than usual. Yeah. yeah. And then like on their hand, there's a keyhole for the new moon and and the keyhole is on the moon for the for the full moon. Oh. So I like that sort of synchronicity, like the key to the full moon is from your own hand. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
So I love it. I do too. So oh, and then my most favorite card is the Queen of Wands. This is like the card that I saw in this deck, and it's my card anyway. But like this, yeah. the power in your hand with a double terminated crystal. Like I have one literally that looks like this that I use <laughs> in my work, and I'm like, this is me. Hello. I love it's it. Me. Yeah, so, it's so good. Yeah. Also, brave to depict so many hands. I know, I know. That's an area of struggle for a lot of people. for a lot of people, but it's they're all great. Exactly. Such a good deck. Do you have any cards that made you say, huh? Not really. I didn't. I tried to Me look neither. through the deck and nothing like was out of place or didn't make sense. So no huh cards nope. for me. No, nope, me neither. All right. So our relationships with the deck. So relationship with the deck. I got the chariot. Oh, I and love I got, that. I'll take it. And I got the nine of moons, which is the nine of cups. Oh, the cool. nine of cups making itself known it's in this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot, a lot today. I'm wow. Awesome. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a form with which to submit questions or the ability to give a once-off donation to us. Yeah. <laughs> also tell your friends about us and review us. It helps us grow. We, as always, really just appreciate any kind words you say about our podcast. We really do. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. We have a Redbubble shop with tarot certification bullshit tree going on <laughs> and also mugs and pillows and cell phone cases with our beautiful faces in cartoon rendering on our on that shop too. Yeah. It's true. It's and we true. have a Discord. So if Facebook's not your thing, but Discord is, you can join our community on Discord. Exactly. And don't forget. That, I already closed go the forth outline. And, go forth and tear <laughs> wildly. How did I forget that? Don't I forgot. Go, I was like, how do we start that? I know I ended Rem with saying tear wildly. You, say, you said, and remember, go forth and tear wildly. <laughs> and remember, go forth and tear wildly. We For love real you this time. So we much. love you. <laughs>